1: Much community, your bi weekly look into some tabletop gaming news and more. I'm your host, Dan Dan, a board game man. This is your news for mid February 2021. Now, the big news of last week is asmodee has purchased BGA, or what's known as Board Game Arena or BoardGameArena.com. This is a big online board gaming platform which has games from all sorts of different publishers uh, to play on there. Now, kind of like things like Yukata and Bataju and some others, it's a great platform because the game uh, or the platform itself kind of influences the rules or, or uh, it enforces the rules of the game, keeps score, uh, and you can pretty much play on there. They have a premium membership, which I think is only $10 a year or so, uh, but it's a great place to play games, and especially during COVID, it's been really, really taking off. And what's great about BGA is that they have a huge stock of developers and people that are working on these games. And uh, there's been just just an absolute explosion of great games that have come on there. Uh, and they have things that are in beta and such like that. And and the way that they've kind of done it is kind of people will put up, hey, does anybody want to uh, publish this game and such like that? Or, or do this game from this publisher? Now, with BGA being taken by Asmodee, there's a lot of different speculation as to what Asmodee is going to do with it. Now, what they've kind of said on the record is that BGA will be kind of working in-house. And the people at BGA or Board Game Arena that kind of run everything will still run it and they've said, uh, quote, that the two companies will come together and BGA will operate independently with the current BGA management still in charge. Now, uh, it'll be interesting to see if uh, Asmodee will push their games forward or how they'll do any sort of licensing with other publishers. Uh, From what I've talked to to different people throughout the industry, it doesn't sound like they're going to try to push out any existing games because you know any game that's on there whether it's an asvide game or not is going to bring more people to the site and more people to the site does sell more games because as i've talked to publishers over years and years and years of of doing this that uh online games really just Sell more games. At first, when things like Yukata and stuff were coming out, some publishers were just really scared. And some gamers were wondering does this sell or is it take away sales from games? But every publisher I've talked to has said that online games only help to sell and push their games into the mainstream market and to sell more units. So what we see out of Asbaday over the next few months, and and see how it comes. Uh, you know, who knows what uh, they do more premium stuff. I don't think they're going to gatekeep too much about uh, through. You know, or or keep them behind a paywall, so to speak. Uh, rather than gatekeeping, it'll probably be more of a paywall. They already have a little bit of a paywall, but it's not really bad. I mean, it's very easy. They've got uh, millions of subscribers. Uh, and they've got, I think, over 200 or 250 games. Uh, they've played so many millions of games of, I mean, I think the thing that they said in a press release was about Seven Wonders since 2018 was 4 million online games of Seven Wonders. So it's got a, a great following. It's one of my favorite places to play. So this is an interesting uh, happening that Asmodee has acquired them. So I'll be on the lookout as soon as, of course, if any changes happen or anything big ha- happens, I'll, I'll be sure to mention it here. But that was probably the big news of the week that I wanted to uh, talk about right away. Also, next up, it's been a while, but Marvel Champions, I, you know, usually I think it's been about a few months since I talk about a Mar- Marvel Champions expansion pack, but... The uh, hero pack for uh, Star-Lord is going to be coming out, and I believe it's in May. This is usually usual be about $15. It's going to mostly revolve around a leadership aspect. Of course, Star-Lord is, is a good one as far as for leadership, so that fits him pretty well. Uh, there'll be other cards that synergize with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and there uh, also be some new player cards for other aspects that will reward players for utilizing uh, the aerial trait, so it says in the press release, so... Uh, Of course, there'll probably be a game mat for this one as well, which is usually about $20, uh, but Star-Lord pack will be $15 once it comes out in May. This is one I'm really looking forward to. I think this will be pretty solid. Next up, Plan B is going to re-release Great Western Trail, as well as two new versions, of the game over the next couple years. So Great Western Trail, the new edition, is going to have some minor rules tweaks, as well as some new art. Now, I know it was originally under Stronghold Games, and then it went over to Plan B, and I know uh, the art was pretty much uh, kind of the the biggest thing about that when things change hands. So it'll have some new artwork that will go into the game. And then next year, you'll see Great Western Trail Argentina, and then the year after, in 2023, we'll see Great Western Trail New Zealand. Uh, Both of those are going to be standalone games. Now, Great Western Trail, it's kind of a medium to heavier weight euro uh plays in a couple hours it's really cool because as the game is played different uh locations as you're kind of going around the board will be added uh and different uh you know there's uh kind of shortcuts or different routes that you can take depending on where you want to stop and and then there's uh kind of a little bit of deck building aspects to it where you're getting cattle and you're delivering the cattle kind of believe it's to st louis is where the end of the trail is and then you're kind of moving around the trains Got a lot of really cool things that go into one of my favorite games of that year. I think it was 2016 or 2017, but an absolutely solid game. Interested to see what we see out of Argentina and New Zealand, whether it, it's just a new kind of board or if they kind of bring another big mechanic into it. But again, there'll be two new standalone games. And this year, later this year, we will see the second edition of the Great Western Trail uh, game. That was, uh, again, by Plan B, or Plan B, and I believe it is uh, Spiel. Uh, is who's the uh, parent company there uh, that put it out originally overseas. So Portal Games, uh, they recently had their big convention. One of their other announcements was Empires of the North Egyptian Kings. That's going to be an expansion that'll be out in April. There's going to be a couple of new mechanics for the different empires. Uh, There's going to be a Those cards will have two new or two uses uh, that'll have two separate costs. So sometimes these cards can be used as a location or as an action. And then some of those costs might actually have upkeep or upkeep costs to keep them into play. And the Hashapet. that clan will have soil cars that will be tucked under the fields, and you can assign workers to harvest from those fields. So this expansion will be $25, and again, it'll be out in April. Uh, then that'll be for Empires of the North. I uh, really love uh, Imperial Settlers, Empires of the North. Really solid game, but kind of streamlined, a little bit quicker and a little bit easier to play than original uh, Imperial Settlers. But it, you know, neither one of them are all that difficult, but, but I did really like the re-implementation there. Pegasus Field revealed Space Dragons. This is kind of a semi-trick-taking game. This is by Rich uh, Richie Haroff. Uh, this should be out in June. Should be about fifteen dollars or so. Uh, this is an interesting game. So, you know, since it's kind of like a trick-taking play- game, it's a uh, three to five players plays in about twenty minutes. Uh, so what they say is uh, it's a trick-taking-ish game that plays over seven rounds. Each round, everyone will play a single card, and the highest played card wins the current space dragon or trick that said the lower card values come with the strong effects that help you during the game and the high value cards uh contain harmful effects well what's more while d- space dragons score you big points some come with symbols that could ultimately cost you points during the final score this is an interesting one because it reminds me of eggs and empires uh which is kind of like a trick-taking game uh by uh, riddle and pinchback that came out i believe it was by um Eagle and Griffin games, where everybody has the same cards from uh, I believe it's one to eight or, or three to ten or whatever it is. But uh, when you kind of depending on what cards you use, there's a little bit of an effect on there. And some of the lower cards may have a more powerful effect than the higher cards, which can help you either throughout the game or to get more points. So this sounds like it's uh, kind of a, a bit of a take on that, where depending on what cards you play, some of them may have a little more powerful than the others. But still, I do love trick taking games, and and this seems like a pretty quickish playing one. Uh, you know, twenty minutes to play uh, three to five players. So this should be a, a fun one as well. Next up, Ravensburger is announced a new expansion to Disney Villainous. This is called Despicable Plots. This will be out later this month in February. There's three new villains. They'll be Gaston from Beauty and the Beast, Lady Tremaine from Cinderella, and the Horned King from the Black Cauldron uh, for players that uh, you know they're going to have uh, heroes in there like Cinderella, Belle, the Beast, etc. Uh, this, of course, as always, can be combined with other Disney Villainous games uh, to allow up to six players to play, uh, and it will support us- the usual two to six players. I'm pretty sure each one of these is kind of a standalone game itself, but you can combine them together. Uh, this one will retail for twenty five dollars. I can tell you right now, uh, I've played a lot of Villainous with my daughter, and she loves all these games. Uh, do not play this with six players; there'll be way too many down time. The sweet spot really is that three, maybe even four, uh, players, the same thing with kind of, uh, the Marvel villainous, uh, I would say, you know, maybe, uh, three to four, two seems about a little bit too slow, but it is actually a decent two player game, but three is a pretty good sweet spot for those games. But again, that'll, that'll be out later this month. And Z-Man Games has announced Cryo. This is by Tom Jolly and Luke Laurie. This will be out sometime this spring. This will be about $60. Now, Cryo, uh, if you know these two, Tom Jolly and Luke Laurie, they made a great game uh, together called uh, Manhattan Project and M- M- I'm sorry... Manhattan Project Energy Empire. Uh, and these two guys have designed a lot of games uh, and and all like it. But I do love that Energy Empire. It's kind of what this game reminds me of. Cryo, uh, this will be for two to four players from 60 to 90 minutes, probably about one hour, one to two hours. And looking at it, it's probably a medium-weight euro. It actually does kind of remind me a little bit of Energy Empire. Uh, what's really cool is this game has uh, these different... Um, they're uh, drones that uh, pretty cool, like drone meeple looking things in there uh, with the different tokens. And of course, just like Energy Empire, there's a lot of different tracks that you can go up and a lot of good card play. Uh, how they describe it in the engine building work replacement game Cryo: Leaders of separate hostile factions compete to survive and claim control over the underground caverns on a remote icy planet. You need to act quickly and strategically to avoid further sabotage from the other factions. Send drones out from the engineering platform to scavenge resources and save your crew still in cryostasis. Gather different materials to upgrade and customize your platform, fine-tuning new actions to suit your individual strategy, utilize multi-use cards to your advantage, and claim the Underground Caverns for your faction to survive. So, really seems like a pretty cool game. I do love the whole hand management with worker placement and kind of getting your own, you know, do your thing with your tableau, so to speak, when you're doing those different actions and, and having the cards used in a different way. So, this is one I'm kind of really looking forward to. I do love that kind of, and it doesn't say what weight it is on BGG, but I'm guessing this is probably going to be a good medium weight Euro uh, there. Uh, next up, Thunderworks Games has an announced uh, Cartographer's Hero Heroes, which is basically a newer version of Cartographers, which will be compatible with the, it'll be a standalone basically Cartographers, or it'll be compatible with the other Cartographers. So you'll have the other components that you can kind of uh, put in with there. So there'll be cards uh, for the different, uh, a- different uh, eras or the different stages of it. So there'll be, and there'll be the new Uh, new map sheets uh, and the scoring cards. Like I said, the scoring cards and uh, explore cards and ambush cards uh, and the abilities uh, that are kind of, you can kind of combine with regular cartographers. This uh, cartographer's really good. There's also an app for it as well. $25, and this can be played and plays in about 30 minutes. It's a rolling rate, so it's pretty easy to play and plays about 30 minutes. And again, that'll be about $25. And finally, in the news, Simon has offered up a version of The Grizzled, uh, which was a great co-op game, which kind of set, I believe it's Set in World War one or two but I think it was World War one uh, but it's a co-op game it was pretty difficult uh, but it has some great art in there. Uh, they've kind of making a new version called the We Care uh, Grizzled games. And all the proceeds from it are going to benefit Doctors Without Borders. So I'm guessing this is probably kind of about a reskin of The Grizzled, which is uh, two to five players, uh, plays in about 30 minutes. But it's a pretty solid game. Not very large or anything like that, but I do like it. And it's a very challenging co-op type game. So uh, this one I really think would be uh, great to check out. Uh, I do not know a price tag, but The Grizzled was about 20 So with them giving away some money, it's probably 20 to $25. We'll see. Uh, and I don't have a release. I think it's going to be out sometime Uh, this year or sometime out this summer. Uh, I believe it's quarter two is what they said, so we'll see that uh, sometime later, of course. Uh, let's head on over. Well, this is kind of Kickstarter adjacent. Uh, it was on Kickstarter last week, but they only had a hundred copies. Or the week before, uh, Grand Gamers Guild announced a pre-order for the Belgian Belgians Beer Race. Now, what's interesting is now they use I'll say race. It's a racing game, sort of, but it's more of a race to see what you can get done in the same amount of time as everybody else. So, in some of these other type games, like Glenn Moore, like depending on how far out ahead of everybody, you know, whatever time you use you do. Other people get to get more actions before they catch up to you. And then you get to go again. So this is a kind of a medium to heavier weight Euro, uh, two to four players going to play in about an hour, a uh, one to two, two and a half hours. This is from Michael Botrio. And, uh, they're kind of importing this one. They had a hundred, they had about a hundred unit Kickstarter a couple weeks ago, and now they're going to have a kicks, uh, I'm sorry, a preview page for when they do have it imported. Uh, in a few weeks, but I will try to get the link to the preview page. I do have a link to the grand gamers guild site. I'll see if I can get a, a link to the Kickstarter and that Kickstarter, the preview page as well. It's pretty cool. Cause you're kind of going around doing different things, trying not to drink too much beer. So you have to eat your cheese to get your kind of your alcohol level down a little bit. And then depending on when you wake up the next day, about how much alcohol you had. So you're going all over the country. So, uh, you know, tasting beers, tasting food and just doing different things. And depending on what kind of uh, transportation you take, there'll be different kind of times that are going to be used. But this one looks pretty cool. Uh, Check out this one. The Kickstarter had it for $100 each, but that might have only been kind of just to be exclusive in that first hundred. So I'm not sure what the pre-order will be, but I do expect it to be kind of at least 60 to 80 uh, because it is importing this one. Uh, And also, uh, you know, the importation cost and it is a larger game. So we'll have to see what the cost is of that one. So when I will head into regular Kickstarters. Stronghold Games, we kind of mentioned this a while back, or maybe last show or the show before, about Terraforming Mars has the card game coming out. The Kickstarter is now up. It's got about two weeks to go for Terraforming Mars Ares Expedition, which is they're calling it the Terraforming Mars card game has about two weeks ago. well well funded wow it's almost out of a half a million i did back this one myself for full uh you know for full disclosure uh it has a feel of race to the galaxy kind of in each phase you're going to put out a card each player is going to put out a card of what phase they want to do this round and depending on what phases come out those are the phases you get to do so if i put out one uh, and steven puts out one uh uh, but, uh, Rodrigo puts out three, we'll do phases one and three. And the guys that put out one, uh, we'll get those extra benefits from using one. And the other person that puts out 3 we'll get the extra benefit for using three, but you get to use those. So if nobody puts out certain, uh, phases, then you won't do that phase this round. So it's very interesting that it's almost kind of like a head game, like race for the galaxy was, but it feels really much like a, uh, a very, uh, I don't know. I don't know. David from Manrous Musical says streamlined a lot, so it is kind of a streamlined game, but it is a card game, so it should be a little bit more streamlined. But he is right; this is going to be a streamlined feel of Terraforming Mars because it has the same type of cards that you're going to be using, uh, but you're gonna, but it's going to be quicker to play because it is a card game, and you're not going to have quite the sprawling and a lot of different actions to do like a funding thing, funding a lot of things that you do in Terraforming Mars. But there's going to be, I think, 200 cards, so there's going to be plenty of cards to play and plenty of replayability. Uh, in that aspect just kind of how you play and depending on how many people you play with uh this will be a pretty cool one i guess three is probably going to be the three sweet spot because you just have two people it'll probably be like race where you're putting out two different phases just so you have a little bit more phases Uh, or if you're just putting out one phase each round then you know you also have to see which uh you know how you do picking out the different phases that you want to do but this one is 39 dollars to get in on a base game there's also a uh uh, a, a pledge that you can get Terraforming Mars as well. And that is $84, which is a pretty good deal to get this one and the regular Terraforming Mars. There's also the Expanded Universe, which is about $120, which gets you Ares of Expedition, Prelude, uh, Hellas and Elysium, Venus next, Colonies and Turmoil. Wow, that is a lot. I guess that's just all of the expansions doesn't have the base game of uh, Terraforming Mars, doesn't look like there. Uh, and that one, looks like everything is going to be uh, delivered in about September of this year. So good good little turnaround for this one for Ares Expedition, the Terraforming Mars, uh, Mars card game. So I would check out the page. There's a couple of really good things. Uh, again, like I said, David Weber I did a great uh, video on there from Man vs. Meeple. is a good first look where he explains it quite a bit. So if you want to check that out, I'll have a link to the normal page as well. And again, there's about two weeks to go on that one. Next up, Paladins of the West Kingdom, City of Crowns. Uh, that one has got the same amount, about two weeks to go. Well, well-funded, about a quarter of a million right now. Uh, this one is an expansion to Paladins of West Kingdom, which is a game I really love. Kind of a good uh, light to medium weight Euro game in there in that same, uh, of the West kingdom kind of trilogy. This is going to add kind of a new side player board with side of your player board, which has two more actions you can take. Uh, they'll have new diplomacy attribute to manage as well. There'll be new cards for townsfolks, outsiders, paladins, uh, King's orders and King's favors. It'll be a little updated rules for solo play as well. Uh, each one of these, this is going to cost about 20 to $28 be $30, Uh, I'm not sure what the delivery will be. It'll be plus shipping. So you're looking at about $30 uh, plus shipping for this one. And it's got another two weeks. So if you do like the Paladins of West Kingdom, which is probably my favorite of all the West Kingdom games, uh, the Paladins one. So uh, check that one out. And finally, one of the cover Vault Wars Relic Roadshow. This is a this is a auction off the vaults of the fallen villains expansion to the hit game Vault Wars, a game of bidding and bluffing for three to five players. This has got about a week to go. It is funded. Now, Vault Wars is kind of a game that's under a lot of people's radars, so. Back when you had all these storage wars shows, uh, probably like five or six years ago when those things were really, really big, Vault Wars came out, which was basically kind of like storage wars in medieval setting, which is really cool. And it plays great. Uh, again, you have to have three, four or five, which to, you know it's three minimum, but four or five kind of really makes it shine because what happens is you'll have kind of a vault of these heroes and such, and then you'll have only a certain card or cards will be exposed that's in the vault. And then you're kind of bidding for it and you may get crap or you may get some good stuff in that vault which is kind of cool, cool little concept. Now this expansion is going to add a little bit more where you're going to have whoever gets the second highest bid is going to be able to get some other stuff or some other relics. So they'll have new vaults. They'll have these relics. They'll have some other uh, villains, which will compete with the heroes for favor in there. And there'll be some vices, which will give you a little bit of player powers, but we'll have things that you have to, you know, kind of downfalls the things that you'll have to give into certain vices for special abilities, but you'll have to draw corruption. Uh, which will make you you know, have some sort of negative effect as well. Uh, this is, a, this was a, like I said, it's a, an unsung gem, but it is actually a pretty cool game. Uh, this expansion, the Vault Wars Auction Master, which will have the Relic Roadshow expansion. You can also get the base game uh, in a promo pack. That'll be for $30 if you just want the Relic Roadshow, which is this expansion, It's just $12 uh, plus uh, shipping, I believe, as well. And you can get a little promo pack for Vault Wars as well. And Aaron, these both ship about September of this year. So this is a pretty good price for this one. Like I said, if you haven't heard of this game, uh, it's probably worth it to get the $30 to get both of those because uh, it is a really cool little game that I really like quite a bit. And that is Vault Wars Relic Roadshow. And I'll have, again, I'll have the link to that in the show notes as well. Thanks for joining me today. If you see any news, you think I'd like to feature, shoot me a message at GeekJockDan on Twitter. Also, please check out MajorSpoilers.com for more content by Steven and the rest of the Major Spoilers crew. And please check out the Geek All-Stars Podcast, which is my show. Uh, as always, I'm Dan Dan the BoardGame Man, and I'll see everyone in a couple of weeks for another Munchkin Minute.
0: This podcast is Copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment LLC.